welcome back to the Baker's Dozen special. Baker's Dozen special. Of the Circle of the Drain podcast with your hosts. Brian. Jared. And Adam. This is a special episode. Baker's Dozen special. Baker's Man, Dozen special. I can't wait. I can't wait for the Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen. Dozen. Baker's Dozen. Dozen special. special. Baker's Try dozen saying that special. five times. Baker's Dozen special. Okay. That was one. Um. Baker's Dozen special. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get over it. I love the name. Um, we got some interesting things go on uh, this past two weeks. I th- it's been since yeah. we recorded last. We did. Sorry we missed so, you. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you missed us. Probably didn't. Probably Let's not. be real. Um, more importantly, there's a few things that went on at Southfield. A bit of drama, if I can call it that. Um, so Southfield does a uh, children's play where a few of the moms get together, they write kind of a play script, and it's usually the story of Christmas, around Christmas time, and then we have an Easter one as well. So, But everyone knows the Christmas story. So what they try to do is they try to make it as funny as possible, because everyone knows the standard Christmas story, so it can get kind of boring for people, especially frequent churchgoers. So they did a different kind of take on the Christmas story by making it uh, sort of news broadcast where uh, a bunch of the kids were in a news station and they were covering the news that Jesus was being born and a bunch of really funny takes on the wise men and um, the shepherds and all of that kind of stuff. And there was a few things. They uh, had advertisements that they uh, recorded themselves. So me and Ryan got the absolute honor to be a part of a few of those. We did. Like the... Jacob's Well Service. Jacob's Well Service. Jacob and Sons Well Jacob Service. Jacob and Sons, sorry. Hmm. Yeah, that's correct. And another one where we impersonated two very powerful people in our church. <laughs> <laughs> we Okay, so me... Quite uh, well. Yeah, yeah. Quite well. You indeed. guys nailed it. Um, me and Ryan impersonated uh, Brian and Dennis Pat. I impersonated Dennis. Ryan... I was, I was Brian. From Ryan episode... Was, Ryan was Brian. I don't yeah. know what... And you're still in their heads, by the way, right? Oh, yeah. Like, even this week. Ryan did such a nice job nailing the characteristics and the mannerisms of Brian that it changed the way he does his, his, like, announcements now. I am living rent-free in that man's head. (laughs) Yeah. um, Hashtag winning. (laughs) I I didn't have quite as much as effect on Dennis. He just keep going on. Still moving his hands just as much. Essentially, how we made fun of them is we did an announcement for the church in their place. So uh, we looked at a stream from one of the previous uh, sermons, and then we kind of tried copying their mannerisms, how they talk and how they move. They're very, uh, they gesture a lot, very directional in the way they move their hands when they're talking. So we kind of made fun of that. Um, and it, it was just a fun time to record. It was a, it was fun to watch, especially, and see the reactions. But then it wasn't so fun. Yeah. Because <laughs> the retaliation the following, yeah. the following Sunday. <laughs> they retaliated. They fought back. Uh, yep. And I'm not gonna lie, it kinda it kinda hit me. Yeah. Uh, and cut you deep, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, for well, a little bit. I mean it was, was, it was going, a, he was going for blood on you. I, I think. know. And Brian kinda was just like lackluster yeah. backlash at you. He didn't really yeah. Do anything harmful. Yeah. But Dennis, <laughs> oh my gosh. He's making fun of me, how tall I am. Yep. Now I'm insecure about my height. I squat down everywhere I walk. 
You're um, a squatter. Yeah. I cut my hair shorter because he made fun of <laughs> made fun of how long my hair is. Yeah. And then he also made fun of the fact that I haven't finished my Eagle Project yet. Well, that is your fault. Uh, yeah, that is my fault. But it's soon to be remedied. <laughs> when are you going to finish that? Um, <laughs> hopefully, I'm planning over break. Get it done. Get it out of the way. Yeah. Get my Eagle sometime, hopefully, before December ends. Or at least get all the... Everything All the requirements in. done. I just have to wait for the actual approval. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and once I do that, don't got to worry about it. It's away. Dennis can't make fun of you anymore. Dennis can't make fun of me anymore. And I right. can make fun of him still. Yep. So, and you can wag that eagle in his face all oh, yeah. live long day. That's what I've been, you know, <laughs> only reason I'm getting eagle is <laughs> just, right. a, just yeah. to brag about yeah. it. Boy, in 50 years, I, I knew it because when you were five years old, you even said, in 15 years, I'm really going to put the boots to Dennis with this eagle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. The so, the play was a total success. By oh far. yeah, for the sure. The play was great. For sure. I personally, Brittany Kluzny, yeah. Jen, you know, everybody involved, all the all the volunteers, yeah. and the kids were absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Those were not easy lines. No, there it wasn't short little snippets back and forth. Yeah, this was small paragraphs that these kids had to memorize. You know, where they came in, they were clear. Yeah. I mean, m- like, very few mistakes that I could actually notice. And, and it was it was just really impressive because a lot of the humor, you wouldn't think that they would, like, fully understand because it's a lot of, like, biblical references and that kind of stuff. Like, I thought three wise men from the East and they all had, like, New Yorker accents. I thought that was probably my favorite part oh it's fantastic and the thing is is that i don't believe that all that stuff was written into scripts some of that stuff was added from by the kids mm-hmm. um and so i believe jen and Brittany they took two separate scripts and they right they've kind of meshed them together to create this so it it's it, it's original in a sense to where nobody's ever done this play however it was taken from two ideas that they kind of pushed together which mm. Again, take some creative, you know, creative thinking, and um, and we had a good time. Robert and I, we built a couple pieces uh, for the set. And we're just there to to kind of support the ladies in in the whole effort to to put the production on. But the kids were the absolute star. Yeah, and for they sure. just they did such a great job. And everybody who who volunteered to help out, you guys, you know, Tom, Sergis, um like you said, Logan and uh, Jay Smith, you know, anybody who came out to, to film just, you could tell they were, they were appreciative to be asked and then they had a great time doing it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it didn't feel like, Oh, I have to go make fun of Brian and Dennis now. Yeah, (laughs) That was, that was fun to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it was a super clever, like um, just overall performance and the kids did a great job. I mean, I personally, I was, at a basketball game, so I couldn't go, but I watched it on the stream that night. Right, yeah. And um, it was really, really, really good. Yeah. So speaking of basketball real quick, how's the team doing? <laughs> that good? Can you do it? Can you do it like a trombone, like... Wah, wah, wah. That one or the... <laughs> there you go, that one. That one. That's what <laughs> I was thinking you. of. So yeah. the Manuka Indians are off to a one... And six start on the year. Um, our only win coming to Providence Catholic. Hey, we'll take that. We'll so take we that. did. We beat Providence. I met I met Providence kids on the band trip. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think I only got to talk to one because 
they didn't really talk to you. They yeah. don't talk back. <laughs> Those private school kids, man. I tell you, their football program is something to write home about. Yeah. But, but maybe, obviously, not their basketball program. No, not their basketball well, team. I mean, they're, they were they're fine. I mean, we played in overtime, so they weren't bad. Okay, yeah. so. But it was our only win. Um, yeah, we're not we're not good. Hmm. Did score a point on Friday night. One single point. You did? I did. There we go. I did. You graduated so, from the bench mob. I did. I played in the game. Um, one point. Free throw. One free throw. So you missed the fouled. first one. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 50 missed the first one, made the second one. So you're 50% from the field. I am 50%. That's not too bad. Hey, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was a loss to Yorkville. Mm. Um, yeah. So, But without your point, Ryan, you would have lost by more. We would have lost by 19 exactly. instead of 18. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, yeah, we're missing two of our... Top guys, or our best two players right now. One with a ankle thing, and then the other one with a concussion. So hmm. uh, it's tough. It's a tough scene right now yeah. for us. Well, but hopefully we turn with those two out, that gives some of those bench mob players a chance to get in. Yep, it does. And solidify themselves. As bench mob players. <laughs> as you can see from our record of one and six. Yeah. Um, it's so, not from a lack of trying, though. No, it's yeah. not. I mean, we you do. guys are tryhards. We, we are tryhards. Right. Um, our conference is loaded this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Joliet West, two um, two brothers who are Division One players with a couple other D ones on their team, and wow. they're ranked they're ranked one or two in the state right now. I don't know. Um, and then Oswego East, Yorkville, West Aurora are all Decent. ranked in the top twenty five. Okay, in so the state. So it's a tough. Uh, schedule for us. So you guys probably aren't as bad as you think you are if you're playing top 25 teams on a regular basis in your conference. Yeah, I mean, maybe not as bad. I'd say we're we're probably an average yeah. team in a in a weaker conference, but yeah, it's a tough tough start to the year. But hopefully yeah. we turn it around. Well, maybe you get your guys back and they'll be helpful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, we've got some exciting news. I think right. Yeah, the church has been anxiously awaiting. The new ch- Pap child, right? New yeah. Pap child. Brian and Riley Pap are going to be having a baby sometime in the next two weeks, we think. Yeah, just sometime about, right think, around. When's, or, the, when's the due date? The due, 18th? A week oh, from now. Oh, it's, next Sunday. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's like in seven days, yeah. this child could be here. Wow. A part of the Southfield family. Yeah. So I thought it'd be kind of fun if we did Pap Draft. Pap draft. Pap draft 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, so good. Can you tell we didn't practice that? No, no. I mean, what are we drafting? What are we drafting? We're drafting names. Oh, okay. So we're, we're going to try to pick the name. Yeah. So we can we can approach this from a few different ways. We can come up with a name okay. that we think it will be. All right. I think the only clue we have based on is that the name's going to start with an E. Okay. That is all we have. Okay. For information, we can guess what we think Riley would want the name to be. Sure. We can guess what we think Brian would want the name to be. Mm-hmm. And then... We should just pick a name that if if we were in charge of naming the baby. If Yeah. If they said, you know what, Jared? Yeah. Name our baby. What would, what some... would the name be? If it had to start with an E, though. Yeah. Unless we want to just name it whatever. What are we going biblical names either, or like is it as I mean, an option? I think we are Christian. 
Yeah. <laughs> Such point. a good point, right. son. <laughs> we are Christian indeed. Okay. So we got some options. Yes, we do. Hmm. Let's start with uh let's start with Riley. Yeah. I think Are we doing boy then girl names? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but we are in the 13th minute of the episode. Oh, are we at the Baker's, Baker's Dozen, Dozen Minute? minute. Dozen Holy minute. mackerel. Baker's Dozen Minute. We you are. Know, I'm glad you said that. I was I was almost forgetting that it's the yeah. Baker's Dozen Special. It's the Baker's oh. Dozen Special. Dude. How could you forget? Yeah, don't ever forget I'm that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Baker's Dozen. So Baker's as long Dozen. as we pick 13 names. It'll be the Baker's Dozen Special. <laughs> we need to think of 13 E baby names. Okay. Oh, we're changing the rules. I like it. Yeah. Let's okay. do it. Let's we're do super it. picking 13 names. 13, 13 names. Let's start with E. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So for Riley, Riley's if she picks a girl name that starts with an E, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ellen. Ellen. Yeah. Ellen. I would think little like an Ella? little Ellie Pap mm-hmm. for short. Ellie's a good name. Yeah. I like Ellie. Ellen, 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 and then yeah, would you she'll, call it, she'll graduate call to Ellen once she gets older. But oh, sure. gotcha, Ellie, Ella, until El, Ellie, yeah, gotcha. So many L names, Ellie, Eli, Eli. hello, hello. Eli. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got? Girl names, Riley. Well, I like um, Baker's dozen. I like Evelyn. I like the name Evelyn. Mm. That's one, I do one that's like my, that. It's my great grandma's name, but it's also my little sister's middle name. The Smiths have an Evelyn. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that is a nice name. I like Evelyn. Girl names start with an E. Riley Pap. Every single time we do one of these, any draft, I'm always, always the one who brings it up the rear. Always the worst option. It's okay. Let me, uh, let me help you out here. Yeah, hold on. That was clean. Didn't that cl- isn't that delicious it sounding? Sound, it sounded pretty good. Now this is your chance to be thinking while I'm filling this time We're with, for you, right? us with mm. a quick word from our sponsor. Mm. This is sparkling water from what's the? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> hold my, I'm hold blanking. My. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jacob's from well. Jacob's well. <laughs> Jacob and Sons. Well. That's right. Okay. And yeah, and instead of a well sound, we did you know an opening of a. Of a tasty, uh, tasty beverage. Yeah, I really can't think of the name that you said. Or <laughs> it's all right, we'll, it'll come it. to us. Yeah, go for it, Adam. I can't think of girl names. We gave you so much time. I know. What about mm. phone a friend? All right, phone a friend. Ask Bob. Elise. Elise. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we had somebody call That's in, give name. me an answer. Yeah. So you're gonna go with Elise. I mean. You don't yeah. have a choice. I don't. I really don't. My brain is empty. Okay. Once we get to the guy names, hopefully I'll have something. Well, we're going to spider it, so or a, a snake draft it, so now it's your turn to go right back around and come back to me. Are we switching? <laughs> are we still on? He's <laughs> panicked. Oh, no. No. All right. So are we doing? I'll go. Okay. I'll go. Don't no, worry. no. I'd, okay. I'm not saying that I wouldn't go, but are we changing it? Yeah, now? we're going to change it, because we, we already did Riley. All yeah. right. Riley so, girl names. Yeah. Are we talking Brian girl let's names? Do, let's do Brian girl names. Well, you know what? Let's just do Brian names. Any, yeah. any, any yeah. Name. yeah. And it doesn't have to be girl names. Yeah. Brian. Hmm. Brian Sorry. would want like 
a strong or athletic sounding name. He would. I feel like athletic sounding. Athletic name. sounding name. Hmm. Uh, I think Eli is a good choice for that. Oh. So that starts with an E. It does. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. It just it sounds big. Eli. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's it's Eli's got some so- some size sounding to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like it's could be a. It's a, not too complicated. A, a Eli you know? Pap. It's a, a good name. Right. Middle linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> From the University of right. Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Eli Pap. All right. Um, Ryan, what do you think? Hmm. Maybe like, well, the first one that came into mind was Evan. Like E-V. Okay. E-V-A-N. Evan. Yeah. I like that name. Yeah. Or it could be even middle name Steven. Even Steven Pap. Nice. I'll tell you what. That's a good one. That's, That's a good, good one. Even Steven? Even Steven. Hmm. Baker's dozen. Baker's dozen. <laughs> I'm going to go with Evander. 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 Like Evander Holyfield? Talk about a, uh, a wow. big dude. That sounds like Evander Pass. Medieval. I knew a guy with the last name Vandergriff. And that, that just reminded me of that. Yeah, it does. And it's just like. great last name. It's was, just cool sounding. I wish his name was Evander Vandergrift. Or that, Vandergrift? Is Vandergriff. Vandergriff. Griffin. Evander Vandergriff. Evander Vandergriff. That's mean sounding. Yeah. All right. Sounds like he carries a battle axe and a sub sandwich <laughs> everywhere he goes. <laughs> All right. Are, um, we, are we moving on? To yeah. <laughs> so what if what if Circle the Drain were to name Baby Pap? Hmm. Baby E. Baby E. And it has here. to be an E? I mean that was the criteria that they that was I mean, that was I, what they gave us. Yeah. See, I we think can, they're going to do this baby a disjustice. A disjustice. Name dis- really yeah. really a disservice. Just any name you want, what would you name it? Hmm. What do you name the baby? What would I name the baby? What would you mean your name your baby? You know, I, I think I still have a, a few years ahead of me before I have to do that, so I wasn't really thinking of it. Okay. But, um, shoot, I, Ryan, come back to me, <laughs> Jeez. every really, single time, every single time, I'm sorry. It's terrible. Um, hmm, I don't, I don't really have any don't idea. don't know either, huh? Uh, yeah. So Circle of Drain's got no, like, like, no yeah. clear path on what we want the baby yeah, I mean, to be we, called. No. we don't name children, Dad. Okay, well, if you haven't made people, then... Maybe you wouldn't think of these things, but once you start making people, this is a big deal. You got to yeah. name them. If you're yeah. going to make them, you're going to have to name them. Right. Yep. So, okay, let's go biblical names then. Okay. Okay. That's that shouldn't be hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, e names to start with, or uh, biblical names to start with an E for baby Pat. Right out the bat, Enoch. Great. We talked name. about it. Good name. Great name. And officially decided because Enoch was just, he didn't end up dying, did he? No. He uh, just no. got scooped up by God because Correct. he was just that good. He got full on Enoched. And I mean, just, we, I mean, we were just kind of discussing it earlier, but it was just like, can you imagine being that, like, just great? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. obviously, obviously he was like, human. Yeah. So like he you guys all over here, you're going to experience death, but this one's just going to come with me and hang out. Yeah, yep. That's not bad. 
I mean, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to go Enoch. Middle name. Middle name. <laughs> uh, Wrench. <laughs> no, I'm going with my own middle name, Joshua, because oh, I like it as a middle name. That's a great middle name. That's a good middle name. Another middle name would be your middle name, Dad. Da- Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. And those are just... Good, one, bi- yeah. good biblical names. Good biblical names. What do you got, Ryan? They're not too biblical e, to the point where they sound right. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, wow. Where did you get? Yeah. You know. I mean, Enoch is kind of a name like that, but <laughs> right. Joshua and Daniel, David. You think? Right. You know. Anyway. Well, mine might be. Uh... It's not Abijah. <laughs> right. It's not. <laughs> mine might be biblically sounding. Oh. By all means. I'm going to go with Elisha. Elisha. Because I have one vivid memory of John Beaker teaching in Big Kids, and uh-huh. he, was, he was talking about Elisha. And he made us say it like three or four times. You just go, Elisha. Elisha. And so that's I just like that name. Elisha's Elisha is a great. Yeah. Great. It's a good name. Yeah. But reading about Elisha in the Bible is amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agree. Second... In miracle count, behind only Jesus, really? Elisha. I didn't know that. Oh yes, oh yes. Jesus doubles him up, but yeah, right, <laughs> he, he does. But, but yeah. what's that? <laughs> Baker doesn't. doesn't. That's right. But but Elisha, that guy puts in some work in the Old Testament, man, for real. He does. Yeah, and I'm gonna go Elisha. No middle name. Yeah, no, you don't need it. No, not with no, not name. with a name like not with a name nope. like that. No middle name. I'm gonna go with Eleazar. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> it's a sick name. Yeah, I yeah, that is a yeah. Eleazar, Eleazar, Eleazar. Pap. And the thing is, is the name gets better the older the kid gets. Yeah. By the time this guy's in his sixties or seventies, he's gonna sound like an. Old Testament judge, you know, like like he should be just sitting at his desk counting his gold coins, like you know Ebenezer. But instead, mm-hmm. it's Eleazar. And when they're young, <laughs> you know, you can shorten it. Sure. Yeah. I don't know, like because Ellie sounds more like a girl name. I don't know if Eleazar would be just go with one to name your Zar. daughter. Yeah, Azar, 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 Azar. <laughs> yeah, that reminds well, Azar. Um, that's like uh, what was the king's name we just read about in hmm. Isaiah? Ahaz. Ahaz. Yeah, I don't really like that name if I'm being honest. <laughs> it's just like Ahaz, like yeah. I've had. What does Ahaz? What does Ahaz? Yeah, a baker's baker's dozen. So I think actually, because we've gone around three times, that's nine. Nine. We, we need four, four more, more names. Four more names. Yeah. Bob, come up with a name. Just kidding. I can't say that. <laughs> no. Who's Bob? Four yeah. more names for the Baker's Sorry. Dozen that go with E. Um, Aaron is a beautiful name. It's one of my favorite female names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron. Aaron's a good name. And if and if there's a little Aaron Pap running around, that's a great name. Yep. You yes. can't go wrong. Um, what do you got? Any name you want. Starts with an E. Eric. Eric. Whoa. Whoa. No way. We thought of the same name. Okay. How are you spelling it? With a K? With a, mm, Adam likes the CK, right? I'm a CK guy. 
I feel like a lot of people try to pick and choose between C and K. Here's the thing. I'm saying C, C it's K. one or the other. I'm with you. Because it's just added letters for no reason. I feel like that adds what, more what uniqueness is to the name. I think Eric with a K <laughs> looks cooler. Yeah, it looks... If if I had to pick one, I'm saying K because it looks But you're stronger. just going to throw the C in there just just for... It looks even stronger. <laughs> more letters, more letters. <laughs> more letters. More letters, the better. Okay. And Two more. Aaron, Eric. Elijah. Okay, you're going to go, the, the, go okay. the old man. Yep. Okay. The original OG prophet. The OG prophet. <laughs> Before Elijah. Before Elijah. Okay. Elijah. 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 Okay, last one coming. Baker's dozen. Here it is. Who's got it? Adam's got it. Ready? Three, two, <laughs> one. Eleanor. Eleanor. Wow. Great name. Yep. Thought of it all myself with absolutely zero help. On the a phantom the person fly. in this room. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Eleanor. Eleanor. You know, it's one of those classic names that it sounds like it would be kind of going out of style. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 way too cool. Like it's it's a yeah. great name. Yeah. yeah, and it kind of feels like it's coming back too. Is it? I don't know any Eleanors other than Eleanor Roosevelt. Hmm. I was gonna say Eleanor Rigby. <laughs> 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 well, some classic Eleanors there for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, what's next, boys? Um, well, what, what are we, we doing for parables? We have two up today. Okay, so. Yeah, what are we a doing double for the Baker's Dozen special. Hmm. <laughs> Just because a Baker's Dozen is two sixes plus one. <laughs> two sixes plus one is exactly so, right. That's how bingo. I always describe a bingo, Baker's bingo. Dozen. Two sixes so, plus one. Um, how about I'll start us off with uh, our first one. What are we doing with these two? Are we comparing them? Contrasting them? Doing a little bit of um, both? Yeah, they're... Pretty similar. So our two, the two we're going over is the parable of the ten virgins, okay, and then the parable of the uh, watchful servants. Okay. Okay. So, so uh, Ryan, do you want to take parable of the watchful servants? Sure. I'll read the ten virgins. Go for it. Sorry, the um, baker's dozen minus three virgins. Yes. All right. So baker's dozen plus three. No. Wait, are you saying ten virgins? <laughs> ten virgins. So Baker's dozen. Oh, Baker's dozen minus, minus three. Sure. Right. Okay. okay so I, I was thinking of it in yeah, Matthew the other way. ten. I guess. Math plus three. Right. Okay, so we're going to Matthew mm-hmm. two Baker's dozens minus one. Twenty five. Twenty five. Versus one two. to a Baker's dozen. Thirteen. Yes. Wonderful. Okay. Crystal this, clear. That is not the actual thing. I gotta pull it up on my phone, sorry. Huh. I just spent all that time. Getting ready to pull up the wrong book. In another word from our sponsor, Ryan. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ryan, take it away. <laughs> you know, have you ever suffered from uh, no, chronic uh, <laughs> chronic <laughs> opening the wrong book? Okay, here we go. Parable of the ten virgin. Parable of the baker's dozen minus three virgins. <laughs> okay. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of these. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, 
they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a cry, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in, yeah, went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterwards, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Awesome. And this one comes from Luke, Baker's Dozen minus one. (laughs) Versus Baker's Dozen plus a lot. Verse 35. Okay. It says, stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning and be like the men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those... or, or excuse me, blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will dress himself for service and have them recline at the table, and he will come and serve them. If he comes in the second watch or in the third and finds them awake, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had, had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have left his house to be broken into. You must also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Okay, so in both parables, we have this kind of command for us to be ready. Right. And in both, we have, you know, this, uh, this I guess, the, the, the symbol of keep those lamps burning mm-hmm. for the master. Yeah, so we have symbolism in the master, mm-hmm. in, well, I guess the master and the bridegroom. Although, I guess they'd mean different things. They do mean different things. The way I understand the first one with the ten bridesmaids or ten virgins, as it were, is this speaks more to uh, the rapture. So the the bridegroom is, is Christ, and the oil is going to represent, or the light is going to represent the Holy Spirit. You need to know the context of an ancient... Jewish wedding to kind of understand what the first one is is all about. And and those Jewish weddings lasted about 7 days. And so it was the job of the bridesmaids to usher in once the groom has prepared his place for his bride. Now they're going to go to the celebration. So the best man comes out, he makes that announcement, hey, here comes the bridegroom, everybody come out and meet the bridegroom. And then the bridesmaids come out with their lamps, and they have to be ready. So if he's delayed, if he's meeting people along the way, if he's being congratulated, if he's parading through the town, and he's delayed for any reason, and those then those lamps go out, because most of these festivals are done in the evening, then they're not going to to end up being able to to like do their obligation which right. is have a lit caravan for him to the ceremony 
So then those women have to go into town and after hours it'd be very hard to find a dealer to buy oil and the other women can't very well offer their own oil because if everybody runs out then the festival's ruined like the ceremony's ruined and that's a huge insult to the family who's putting on the celebration so the unwise bridesmaids they have to leave to get oil the ones who were actually prepared for their obligation meet with the bridegroom they go into the ceremony and then the door is shut and then of course when the other ones and that's just goes to show listen if you have the holy spirit that's not something that you can give somebody else that's not something that can be purchased that is something that is you know that is offered to you as a gift and then you is your responsibility to make sure that you're prepared waiting for the groom which is Christ to come and the second one, it's a little bit different. Right. This feels like the man has been invited to the wedding ceremony and he's returning to his home. But still, that's that same man, this isn't this wouldn't be like Christ returning. This is this is as his servant, he is um, he's keeping watch for the, the, the master's home. And when the the man f- f- comes home, what does he find? He finds that his servants kept watch. Yeah. So in shifts, mm-hmm. you know, and that lamp is always burning. And what in that and that represents that they are keeping watch. They're protecting his home from, you know, thieves or yeah, any any harm. Any harm. And so, what does the master come home to? He comes home to a house that's well taken care of, that's well protected. And then, what is his response to? you know, to his servants for the job that they do. Uh, to serve them. Right. So then he's going to tie up his his robe, and he's going to do what would have been common for a, a, a servant to do. He's going to invite them to his table. He's going to take on the role of his servant and then serve his servants, which you see Christ doing in the Last Supper when he washes the disciples' feet. And he's telling his disciples, listen, you know me as teacher. You know me as Lord. And so if I'm going to kneel down and tie up this towel around my waist and wash your feet, then learn from that and know that that's what I want you to do for others. So I like the way the two parables um, use some of the same, you know, some of the same symbols, the wedding, the lamp, the returning, you know, uh, master, if you will, but they do mean two different things, right? And yeah. and the lessons that you learn are: listen, keep watch, mm-hmm. right? If you're going to make that commitment to Christ, then you got to you got to be prepared. You should be living every single day as if His return is any moment. Yeah, um, I really like how they both kind of tie together in the way that they use similar examples, like the lamp. Because the lamp is a very almost commonly used symbol, especially with the parables. You see it all the time. You you were reading one earlier. Yeah, um, we were discussing the parables we wanted to cover, and we were also talking about the uh, lamp on a stand. You know, talking about not to, you know, and I think... 
in a way, the lamp on the stand kind of almost, it almost represents the Holy Spirit as well. Although I can't say that's for sure because I looked over it very briefly because we didn't end up doing it. But it was kind of this, as a Christ follower, we're not meant, we're not called to hide right under a basket. Right. And so um, I like these because uh, I really like, the part of talking about the Holy Spirit. It's not something we can give. It was a gift. Right. You know, and gifts aren't something we can just give to somebody else. People see it alive in us. Right. You know, through our works. But that's not something that I can gift somebody else. They have to make that choice and and, and then be receptive to, respe- to mm-hmm. receive that gift. And I feel like um, for a lot of believers, especially trying to get pe- the people around you to believe as well, you know, that can be a big challenge because sometimes they just don't. They sure. don't either get it or they don't want to put in the work or they just don't genuinely believe it like you do. And so that can be a struggle for a lot of believers trying to get those people to essentially be prepared like they are. Hmm. And at the end of the day, there's not much that you can do for them because ultimately the decision has to come from them. And so, um, well, to your point earlier, Adam, and I, and I like the way you put that, there's not much that you can, can make them do. And it's exactly like the parable that you were speaking about. All you can really do is to, to let that Holy Spirit, that light in you shine and to not hide that, right? To not keep that hidden because that example is really the the best thing that you can do for somebody is to show them, listen, there's freedom in this decision to follow. Your life could be, even if it doesn't get easier, your, your, your life is saved by that decision. And so you'll see time and time again that throughout your life, whatever you share with somebody else, doesn't always have an immediate impact in their life. But that seed that you planted may not come to harvest for 10, 15, 20 years, but then Ryan comes, you know, the next week and he plants a seed and then it's forgotten about. And then weeks or months later or years later, somebody else does the same thing. It's been explained to me like a rock in your shoe. You don't have to always be harvesting. Sometimes what we have to do is always be planting. Always be planting those little, constantly stick a little rock in that person's shoe. Something that they might be able to ignore for a time. But sooner or later, it's going to be like, doggone, that same stinking rock just keeps digging in my heel. It, it's moving around. I notice it. Sometimes it gets into a split, into a place where you don't even feel it's there. But then it comes back. It comes back. It comes back until someday you have to deal with that stinking rock. You have to acknowledge that it's there and you have to deal with it. And for a lot of people, um, they finally get fed up with their life going a certain way. And they're like, man, I don't have an answer for why things are going the way they are. But the same person keeps telling me about Jesus. The same person, the same 10 people keep telling me about Christ. I, let me let me see if this is real, right? Like I owe it to myself to at least 
eliminate it as a possibility if it's if it's not true. But if it's true, and and my job is to search for the truth for my life, then then I got to give it a fair shake and I got to look into it. So I really like that. Yeah, yeah. I liked um, kind of going back a little bit um, when you're talking about um, planting a seed, and I think sometimes the best way to do that isn't. Um, through the words you say or anything that you say to the person, but it's just showing them Jesus through the way you act and through um, just the way you live your life. Um, I don't know what verse it is, but it's like um, the good tree, good tree produces good fruit and the bad tree produces bad fruit, and the tree is recognized through its fruit. Um, and I think sometimes, or at least one of the things that I think about is, am, am I being recognized by my fruit? Like what if somebody saw the fruit that I was producing in my life, how would I be recognized? Would I be recognized as a Christ follower, somebody who wants to um, show Jesus to the world and be the light of the world? Or would I show somebody who, or would I be recognized as somebody of the world or somebody who um, participates in the worldly things? And I think the, um, some of the best ways is just to be a representation of Jesus, be mm-hmm. someone who can show Jesus to the world every day through the way you live. That's fantastic. The verse you're talking about is Matthew 7, um, 17 is going to be a baker's dozen plus four. Baker's dozen plus four. There you go, uh, to 23. And that reads, even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire like how you put that. And so that's a nice measuring stick for, you know, for each of our lives. Yeah. You know? Like it's, yeah. it's not about, um, you don't, you don't earn your salvation through your, um, your works or your good deeds, but it's, if you're, you're li- truly living for Jesus, you will be producing good fruit. That's right. So, and even in that, right, we get, we get chopped back. Like, there's constantly this, you have to, what's the word I'm looking for there? Pruning. Pruning. Thank you very much, right? You get pruned back so that not, you know, it, not because you're being punished, but that's, that's a season of growth for you. That's that refining fire. You've got to cut back some of those branches to make it look more like Christ and allow that tree to do what it's supposed to do, and that's grow stronger deeper roots, better fruit, you know, more. That's just sanctification. That's just you becoming more Christ-like. I love that. Anything to add, boys? Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> we covered uh, yeah, it, didn't I we? Think, I okay. think we covered it. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, well, let's take us out. Baker's Dozen. <laughs> this has been the Baker's Dozen special. Baker's Dozen uh, special. Circle the Drain. If you guys did enjoy it, please uh, rate us well. Pretty please. <laughs> uh, make sure to check out the Instagram. We're going to be planning on, I guess, kind of utilizing that more yes. in the future. Yes, We've been tossing around a few ideas yep. uh, about uh, just uh, whether it be um, Maybe like questions a, from viewers. Yeah, and like a, live, a live thing. An Instagram Maybe. live, stay tuned. Possibly. So, um, if you aren't already, make sure to check that out and um, subscribe yeah, anywhere subscribe, that you please. listen to your podcasts. 
And I think that's everything. So thanks, thanks so for much listening. for listening. Yeah. Baker's yeah. Dozen. Baker's Dozen <laughs> special. And we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Good night.